Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. We appreciate you guys making us your weekly destination to catch up with some of our favorite uh, Atlanta and Georgia guests, uh, both past and present. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. All right, Pete, so here's the place I like to start because I never know if the Internet uh, is telling me the truth, especially when it's something like Wikipedia. So Wikipedia tells me Pete Smith threw two no-hitters in high school. Is that accurate? That is accurate. Okay. Yes. So tell me about Pete Smith, like the high school pitcher. Did you just think you were better, know you were better? Like was it velocity? How how were you able to be that successful at that age? Oh, it's, 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 uh, it's odd because I was playing shortstop up until my – junior year and literally the coach's son um he pitched 10 innings the uh, year before in a playoff game and we only played seven innings in high school so he had i'm sure a very high pitch count he ended up blowing his arm out midway through uh, my junior year so he puts me in and it was just one of those things where nobody could hit me i was probably throwing 90 91 maybe um Nobody could could hit it. Didn't throw anything else. Just threw fastballs. Um, just moved it around. But it was it was kind of a. It wasn't very challenging. Put it that way. That's cool. Well, I mean, that's again, that's probably not normal. But I mean, that's no, how we find out no. sometimes who these pitchers are. But let me ask you about that though. Two things. You said I was just throwing fastballs. Over the right. weekend, I was talking to some friends here in the neighborhood who's. They have kids playing travel ball, and they're throwing breaking stuff and curveballs. And these are 14- and 15-year-olds, Pete. Like, when you yeah. hear about these kids throwing these type of pitches, I mean, is it just inevitable that, I mean, we, we will see arms crap out compared to when you were throwing? Of course. I, I, I believe so. You know, I have 10-year-olds who have, you know, because I do give some pitching lessons. So, parents, that's the first question they ask. And my, my first response is always, you know, their arm is number one priority. So, Let's hold them off till they're 15, 16, let them get developed, and then let's teach them how to throw it properly. Most of them, you know, they're dropping their elbows, they're coming around the ball. That's a perfect way to blow your elbow out. Um, so I try to stay away from it and really just go with, you know, location, um, see where your fastball gets to, and then a changeup is a great pitch. So you don't necessarily have to have a breaking ball, maybe when you get older, but you can have a fastball changeup. It keeps the hitter off balance, and you can, you should be able to get through. But I think it's more the the coaches, the kids. You know, these guys are calling the games. Um, they're almost forcing these kids to throw breaking balls because every kid, like you said, does it at, at an early age. So you're almost missing out if you don't throw one. Well, it feels like you're falling behind, and then the other one is just it's velo. Everything's about velocity. The, they're obsessed oh, yeah. with the yeah with the radar gun and and talking to. Some guys you've played with, I've talked to Glavin and, and Smoltz and other guys about it. These kids are going, like, velocity. They're going max every pitch. There's oh. no taking their foot off the gas, which, again, like we just said, how many pitches do you have in that arm and that elbow? 
Right. Now, I, I mean, I grew up with Tommy, and uh, we, we lived next town over. So we pitched against each other in high school. They kind of made us out to, you know, that was the rivalry. You know, who's going to get drafted first? Who's going to – I got drafted first, but he had a much better career. Um, but, you know, we weren't throwing 97. You know, Tom was throwing 90, 91. I was about the same. Um and we're also up in Massachusetts. You know, it's not like it is down in the South or in Texas or Florida. You know, these guys are playing 100 games a year, whereas our senior schedule was 18 games, and the first two got snowed out. So, you know, we, we ended up playing 16 games. But that may, you know, if you look at Tommy's career, he didn't throw a ton in high school. You know, he was dominant, and he was great. But he didn't have a lot of – um pitches that were high intensity and, and putting a lot of stress on his arm. He was very smooth, nice change up, kept it down and away. You know, Hall of Fame career. Yes, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of my go-to. Uh, I'm a little bit lucky. I live in Woodstock, so I'm right around the corner to downtown Woodstock on Main Street to see the Daily Draft, which I've told you many times, it's the ultimate sports bar experience, not your father's sports bar. You're talking wall-to-wall flat screens, self-serve taps, craft bar, chef-inspired menu. And with sizzling plays ahead, if you're planning on tailgating both this summer or this fall, maybe you're going to MBS or Athens or on the flats, or you're hosting a game night at your home, check out the Daily Draft's newest menu edition, the Tailgate Box. Yes, you can enjoy their wings. Boneless wings, a couple of sides, a bag of popcorn, and of course their homemade jumbo cookies. Now these are pre-order only. You can go to the uh, thedailydraft.net or give them a call at the Daily Draft to get the pre-orders in. If you're also looking for a new place to grab lunch during the week or even order on Uber Eats, check out the Daily Draft. They have a great lunch lineup for only 11 bucks Monday through Friday from 11:30 till 3:30. Again, go to thedailydraft.net. Or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. The Daily Draft, a unique experience from the moment you walk through the door, a walk-up window to order drinks from the sidewalk, craft beer bar, pool tables, darts, wall-to-wall flat screens. You won't miss a single second of the game. Go check them out today at The Daily Draft. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So tell me about your draft memories because you were taken in the first round, 21st overall. Is there a negotiation where you're like, I will go to college if I don't get this price, or I'm a first-rounder, it's a no-brainer, I'm going to go pitch for you? I'm kind of like the, the older school guys. Like, we didn't have ESPN in the drafts. And, the you know, I mean, I think my coach told me that I got drafted. Huh. Um, the day, yeah, the day I got drafted, he's like, oh, by the way, you got drafted by the Phillies. Oh, cool. <laughs> but my dad and I had discussed a little bit, you know, if you go if you go fourth, fifth round, let's, you know, go to college. I had some college offers um, to go pitch in Oklahoma, UMass, stuff like that. Um, so when it was first round, we pretty much said, let's just give it a shot and see what happens. Um, you know, the opportunities are much higher for a first rounder than 
uh, you know, a tenth rounder. They're going to give you every opportunity. So it's 1984, which I mean, I'm assuming all things are different, including the economics. What was the signing bonus? Oh, it's a big one, ninety-two thousand. Whoa. Yep, ninety-two thousand. Which, by the way, to an eighteen or seventeen-year-old in nineteen eighty-four, that's still pretty freaking cool. <laughs> oh, it, it bought a Camaro Berlinetta. <laughs> <laughs> what did that look like when you were driving up to rookie ball? How was that received? Oh God, yeah, I was, yeah, I was the, I was the, yeah, bonus baby with my Berlinetta and the digital dashboard. It was, it was classic. Yeah, it was fun. I How think I've got a beamer i think yeah i think i've got a beamer <laughs> i love that well i always yeah, love the story of the first car because chippers talked about it too he's like i was such a douche driving up to you know rookie ball and in, in that bonus baby car and everybody wanted to take my head off so yeah. what was your experience like now that you are doing it for a job you're in the phillies organization you're going to rookie ball you're fresh out of high school i imagine you'd never lived away from home like it was culture shock no. top to bottom no the only time i'd left new england really was uh Ironically, we took a trip to Tampa uh, my, my senior year, and then I ended up just going to Sarasota. After it was either going to be Bend, Oregon, or Sarasota, they sent me to Sarasota. So I spent a year and a half with went in Sarasota, then went to Clearwater, and then got traded to the Braves. Bobby uh, was a GM then, and I think he just had it in mind. He wanted to kind of get us all together. For some reason, he liked what he saw in me, and then he went out and got John, and he just kind of put this really nice staff together, drafted Ave. Tell me yeah. about the trade, though, because, uh, you know, trades can be received one of two ways. Like you said, cool that somebody wants you, but you were also drafted by this organization in the first round, and now they're trading you. How did you take the news? Honest, honestly, because I grew up with Glav, I think the first call I made was to Tommy. He said, hey, I just got traded to the Braves. You want a room next year? I mean, it was very – it was it was easier. It was an easy transition just because I knew Tom. And I had only played a year and a half. And I, I love the guys that I played with in rookie ball and A-ball, but there weren't any ties, you know, and when you – when you had that hometown tie, it made it a lot easier for me. Follow the podcast, Park, on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Podcast Park. I want to talk about one of our great sponsors at The Rhodes Group. Yes, my buddy Clayton Rhodes and The Rhodes Group are a proud sponsor of us here at Welcome to Atlanta. And they're also my insurance company. Uh, It was about, I don't know, four or five months ago now that I finally realized why am I paying so much for my home and car insurance? I don't think we realize as the consumer we should be shopping or having somebody in a professional setting shop those rates for us. So I had the professionals at the Rhodes Group shop my rates and they ended up saving me a boatload of money. I'm talking about $2,000 for my home and car insurance. By now you guys know it's a great time to refinance your home. You see all those rates. Well, you might not know it's also a great time to shop your home insurance. Home insurance rates creep up every year, and the only way to get the best policy and the best rate is to work with an independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group. Here's the deal. You can get up to 10 insurance quotes in 10 minutes from the Rhodes Group at no cost to you. You want to visit them online, i got a special landing page for you. You can go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S. Roads-group.com slash churnoff. You can also see the link up at Real Matlana on Twitter. They're my insurance company. They're going to do this at no cost to you, and you're going to end up saving a boatload. The Roads Group is the answer to saving money and getting the best in insurance coverage. Again, the Roads Group is the place you want to go. Tell them Matt sent you. Go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. This morning in the Atlanta airport, 
No one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Really did. So I like, though, what you said, though. In that time, for those who weren't around in the 80s for the Braves, once it got bad, they kind of really shut things down and, and started that rebuild with Bobby taking over as the GM in mid-1985, and all of a sudden you start stacking the chips of pitching and pitching and more depth. So when you got here, you said you knew Tommy, but did you get a look at some of the talent? What did you think about the minor leagues and what they were building? The minor leagues had some really good players. That we were, you know, we were all young, um, and, but we also saw that the, the major league staff was a little a little light uh, offensively. You know, you had Murph, obviously, um, but, you know, you had some older guys. Didn't have a ton of offensive production. We didn't, you know, keep an eye on them, but we just went about our business. Pitched well. Tommy and I played together again in Double A. Uh, he went up to Triple A in '87, and then I think they just decided, you know, let's get these young kids. You know, I'm 21. Tommy's 21. Smolty came up the next year. Um, I mean, maybe a year. Yeah, I think he came up in '89. Um, and I think they just said, let's give him the ball and teach him how to pitch. Just go out there and. Get your feet wet, um, which is a great experience. And I think they do that with the Braves now as well, bringing up some of these younger kids. Um, but they have a much better offense. Not that we've seen it recently, but yeah. hopefully they, they find their offensive power and, and get on track. Because the pitching, again, bullpen might need a little help. But the starting pitcher, I think, has been great this year. I want to ask you about development of pitchers in a second, but uh, take me through the phone call when you found out you were going to the bigs for the first time. Uh, Jim Beecham, old coach Jim Beecham. Um, we were in Double A. It was the last game, I believe, of our Double A season, and he called me in the office, and he was very Southern, you know. Um, and he tried to make it uh, like I was either getting released or <laughs> I wasn't coming back. But then he said, "No, they need you in Pittsburgh um, tomorrow." So it was myself and Ronnie Gant and another pitcher, Kevin Kaufman. We all we all drove up to Atlanta uh, that afternoon. It was pretty. It was pretty awesome. Is your mind racing? You going a thousand miles an hour? Like just the whole oh, you know, experience? God, yeah, uh, yeah. You're driving. It's like two hours from Greenville to Atlanta. Um, you know, we're hitting ninety. Just you know, all three of us <laughs> just so excited to get there. And they were in. They're actually in Pittsburgh, so we had to hop on a plane, and go to Pittsburgh. And I thought the coolest thing. I always tell the story was, I'm in Pittsburgh. You know, and you're sitting on the end of the bench. Or at Old Three Rivers, and I'm seeing birds inside the stadium, and I was like, "That's the coolest thing! The birds flying so high at the stadium is higher than where the birds are." <laughs> and I said, "That always stuck, stood out in my mind is, wow, you're in the big leagues. This, this stadium's huge, and you know it's going to be filled with sixty thousand people in about you know three hours." Which, it was really neat. You know, you just you literally just sit there and try not to do anything. You just try to take it all in. All right, folks, I want to introduce you to our newest partner here at Welcome to Atlanta, my friends at United Bin Cleaning. 
If you listen to me on the radio, you've probably heard me bragging on United Bin Cleaning and the job they did cleaning and sanitizing my trash can and recycling bin. But I wanted to tell you what else they can do for you to clean your home. I want to talk to you about pressure washing and soft washing. I feel like there are so many companies out there that you'd never really know what you're getting. Well, I had United Bin Cleaning out to my home to soft wash my house and to pressure wash my deck, driveway, and my fence, and everything looks brand new. I love the job they did at United Bin Cleaning. When I tell you they probably saved me thousands of dollars on my fence. If you've seen the cost of lumber, for instance, I was gonna go get the new fence, but United Bin Cleaning pressure washed it. It looks brand new. So now I'm going to put that off for another summer. There's some vacation money or something else I can do with it. At United Bin Cleaning, they also soft washed my home. And if you don't know, soft washing is a light wash with a secret soap. It's the safest way to clean the exterior of your home to address mold, mildew, and pollen. United Bin Cleaning does residential and commercial pressure washing, and it's a local company. I love to keep the money local. My friends Jeff and Rachel Terry from Peachtree Tents and Event, they own... United Bin Cleaning. So, great company, local folks serving our community. Right now at United Bin Cleaning, they will pressure wash or soft wash your home and give you a 10% discount when you mention promo code MATLANA. Again, 10% off on pressure washing or soft washing when you mention promo code MATLANA all throughout the month. Speaking of the month of July, at United Bin Cleaning, they're giving away a chance for you to win the bin. They're giving away a 32-gallon bin loaded with over 500 bucks of really cool sh- uh, 500 bucks of summer fun I should say. Yes, 500 bucks of summer fun gift cards to Das Barbecue, Fox Brothers, Low Country Catering, Pont City Market plus barbecue sets, beach towels, bucket hats and more. Your summer fun will be complete if you win the bin. So search up United Bin Cleaning on Facebook or Instagram, give them a like or follow to win. Again, find them on Facebook, Instagram, give them a like or a follow. You can win. From United Bin Cleaning, offering you 10% off your pressure washing or soft washing, go to unitedbincleaning.com. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Well, and that makes sense because, and I love the fact that, like, everybody sees the glamour of the bigs, right? I mean, you're 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 traveling, sure. and, you know, four star and great hotels, sure. and and you're living the lifestyle. But Pete, what people don't see is what you go through in the minors with those bus trips, those motels, and very little meal money. So, like, give me an yeah, idea sure. before we talk about the transition. Like, that's a rough existence, even for a 21 year old. It is. Uh, yeah, I mean, we live in a motel in a in a ball in Sarasota, and then we. Um, we got six guys to we actually got lucky in Clearwater. We had this really nice house right on the beach, but you know, it was six of us. So we all kind of bunked up or shared rooms and grabbed somebody grabbed a, a sofa, um, had people making us dinners. You know, you're not making anything. I think, I think we were making like 700 bucks a month, maybe, and, you know, it's just, there's nothing there. And even in the big leagues, when we got called up, you know, Glavin and I were roommates. We we didn't have our own rooms. We had to negotiate those, 
uh, probably two or three years down the road. And then we finally put it into our contracts that we'd like to have our own room on the road. But yeah, we we were sharing rooms, and Bruce Benedict took us under his wing. You know, playing with land, would get to the hotel. He'd say, "Put on a sport coat, meet me in the lobby, take us out to a nice restaurant, just kind of, kind of teach us how to be big leaguers." It's like Jay Taylor from Major League. He's showing the young guys around. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So tell me yeah, about the first start. Like uh, the heart rate and the you know, like your mind's racing. What is it like stepping on that Major League mound for the first time? Exactly that. Uh, mind racing, sweating profusely. Um, but the great thing for me, I actually always felt bad for Smoltzy because Smoltzy's, Smoltzy's debut was up in New York in Shea right. with, with about, you know, 51,000 people in the stands. <laughs> I had 2,400 people in the stands <laughs> in Fulton County. Uh, and I remember Ozzy Berger coming up to me. He's like, hey, man, you know, there's not many people here, but just remember there's probably a few million watching you at home. And I was like, thanks, Ozzy. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, it was kind of a blur, you know, and then you're, I'm standing there on the, standing on the mound, and my first hitter is Tony Gwynn. Tony's oh. leading off of the Padres, and I'm like, all right, well, let's, you know, let's go to it. And I didn't think much. I was just trying to throw strikes wherever Ozzy's glove was. I was trying to hit the glove. That was it. Just really no mindset. Just put down the sign. I don't think I shook him off the entire game. Put down the sign, hit the spot, and go to the next pitch. Uh, and it worked out. Um, I pitched eight and two-thirds and got the win. How about that? Yeah. Um, so I was looking at your numbers in your first full season the next year in 1988. Again, the Braves aren't good. They're going through a rebuild. Gives young guys a chance to really get some starts. You had 32 starts, had a 3-6 yeah. ERA. And, and, Pete, here's what I think is hilarious because it never happens <laughs> in this day and age. Pete Smith had five complete games and three shutouts as a 22-year-old. Yeah. I know, it's funny. Yeah. Did you ever picture a 22-year-old being allowed to pitch more than five or six innings right now? Not now, no. It's, it's, uh, that was the great thing, those managers back then. Bobby, Chuck Tanner, Russ Nixon, while well, he was there for a little bit. But you know, you'd be tired, and it's the seventh inning, and you're looking in the dugout, and Bobby's just got his hands crossed, and he's like, I'm not coming to get you. Just finish the inning. You, know, you, you kind of knew that from him. But it taught us how to be a little bit more mentally tough. We weren't looking for an out. They, they made us uh, burn our – earn our way and and if we want to stay then make it make a pitch and get out of the inning i love that Um, you don't don't see that anymore yeah no i mean it's and i hate to use the word babying but a lot of this comes back to what you and i started the conversation with that maybe there's so many bullets in the gun that when you start throwing at such a young age by the time these guys are 23 and 24 and you spend such a high round pick or you're paying them huge money it's 100 pitches and you're out Right, I agree with that. I mean, look at Mad Dog. Uh, same thing. He did. You know, he probably wouldn't even be drafted nowadays. You know, but he's the best pitcher I ever saw pitch. Um, but he was so effortless. But just could locate and change speeds. And Tommy was the same way. Small was a little bit more, a um, little more velocity, and so was Ave. But look at Charlie Liebrand. Charlie came in. He could pinpoint, put it anywhere he wanted, change speeds. Um, you just don't see that anymore. No, if you're not mid nineties to upper nineties, nobody's right. even paying attention, which is that's it's, it's, just, a, yeah. it's a shame. So you went through some of the tough times with the Braves, with that young team that's starting to come up. And late eighties, we're seeing you and Glav and Smoltz. Eventually, yeah. Avery in ninety, uh, Justice Gant. We see Murphy get traded. Let me stop there and ask you about Murphy before we talk about the transition. Like everybody says, there was an eye opening when they knew it was a business. When was it for you? I mean, you were trading the minors, so maybe you got the early glimpse, but like, when did you realize this is a business and not just playing a game? Yeah, when Murph got traded. Yeah, when, when uh, we were playing in, I believe it was Houston, and Murph had said, you know, if you can get somebody for me, you know, 
being such a nice guy that he is, he truly is the nicest man in baseball. It's uh, hands down. And he said, if you can get somebody for me, and they made that trade with Jeff Parrott, and we were just like, oh, my gosh. I mean, Dale's going to wear a different uniform. This is bizarre. But like you said, it, yeah, that's the first time that I realized, you know, this is a business. And, and the Phillies obviously may have seen something. It was Dale Murphy. You know, hopefully he had a few more years in him, and the Braves had to try to get something for him. So, but that was the first time for sure. So then, as I said, though, you guys start to see that. Like, And I've asked some of your former teammates about it, and they're like, we knew we had a bunch of players who were close. You know, they won a bunch in the minors in AA and AAA, and then all of a sudden yep. in 91, I mean, that core of, like, you and those other pitchers, Justice, Gant, Blauser, Lemke, now you mix in the veterans like Pendleton and Bream. Did you think, I mean, did you have any inkling in spring training you guys had a chance to be really good? Um, I, I thought it was going to be a lot better than the year before, put it that way, especially when we brought in Terry and Sid and Rafi, uh, Belliard, um, Mike came over, so we had a little bit more of a veteran uh, presence. Because, yeah, like you said, those, you know, Ronnie, we all played in the double A, came up together, David Justice and Ronnie and Blauser and Lemmer. So we had the core. We knew, you know, we knew we could play baseball. Uh, but then bringing those guys in, um, and then you had Bobby as manager, and then you had Leo. So we just had a nice core of guys. They were great chemistry. Were we the best team? I don't know about that, but we had great chemistry, and everybody picked everybody up. If somebody failed, um, there was always someone there to to get a big hit when they needed one, or or go down and shut them down the next day. So you talked about the chemistry, and the chemistry is just in sports or in business or life. It's just hard to to, to define chemistry. It's either there or it's not. But most of the time, that comes from the top. So give me some Bobby Cox memories, just from the time you played from him at the earliest time till you know throughout your career. What was he like day to day? Bobby was literally the same all the way through. Um, he had three rules. You show up on time, you play hard, and you wear your uniform the right way. And the one thing that we noticed is we didn't have, we didn't have guys that um, caused issues. If you caused an issue, you were gone. You wouldn't be there. So I think there was a reliever one time that asked Bobby what his role was. <laughs> And this is like in September. He he was he was gone the next day. Oh. They, they just sent him out. Um, he tells a he tells a great story. This is Bobby in a nutshell, and it's his own teammate or his own player. But it's I forget who it was. I'm not going to throw him under a bus. But it was a little flashy player, and he hits home run, and Bobby's standing in the dugout. And I guess his family was from Miami, but they were down in Miami, and. Bobby's got his arms crossed, and he's watching this guy almost go to the dugout to round first, and he's pimping in around second. And Bobby's just sitting there going, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000. So he just find him four grand for being an idiot. <laughs> I love that. That different time, yeah. man. That's that's tremendous. So, and, and well, the, the beauty of Bobby was, like, he would treat you guys as men. As you said, he has three rules. And it may yeah. have been Leo or somebody was telling me the story of a, a Mike Stanton incident where he didn't cover first base and a run scored. And he says, yeah. Bobby, behind the scenes, I mean, he has Mike Stanton in his office. And this is after Bobby had torn the office up, gone crazy. He brings Stanton yeah. in, and Stanton thinks I'm about to get you know the riot act read to me. And Bobby, in a very calm voice, said, that'll never happen again. So there was like the two sides of Bobby that right. I mean, we didn't see all of it, but that was as consistent as he was. You did not want to go into Bobby's office. <laughs> 
period. I mean, you didn't want to be called into his office. You could always pop your head in. His door was always open. Hey, what's up, Skip? How you doing? How's your day today? Blah, blah, blah. But if they were like, hey, uh, Beach, come over to you, or Leo, hey, Bobby wants to see you, you're either released or you're going to get your butt chewed. So Simple as that. Um, but that was that simple. But he always had your back, too. That was the great thing. He was a player's manager. He had your back. Anything that happened, you know, I, I know one time, was it Smolty maybe? He's shagging balls up during BP and he twisted his ankle or something. And it's just like, all right, let's go in the, let's go in the locker room. Let's go into Bobby's office. This is the, this is the story that we're going to tell. This is what happened. <laughs> and that's our story. You don't throw me under a bus. I won't throw you under a bus. <laughs> got it, coach. We got it. Perfect. <laughs> it's the safest for everybody. Um, so you had, like you said, great chemistry with that team. There was always yeah. one guy that, I mean, Atlanta's loved since the beginning. And two fan bases watching the Falcons and the Braves. What was your relationship like? What was Dion's relationship like with your teams back then? Dion, Dion is awesome. Dion, um, Dion's a, he's a showman. Uh, he, he would be talking just as you and I are talking. We'd be having a conversation just like you and I are. But once he came out of that dugout and crossed that first base, it was prime time. And so he had two different not two different personalities but he he turned it on when he knew the cameras were on but he was actually very very quiet very subdued really nice guy um anything he wanted he'd help you get it phenomenal person yeah a lot of your teammates have said the same he would sit in his locker yeah. kind of read quietly and then yeah. when there's a camera he he would put the show on which was right yeah. exactly yeah. so that True. 91 team is as the season went along and it's odd pete right we're we're watching the braves who can't get over 500 but with larger expectations 91 we were just kind of hoping get us to football season stay in the race do whatever you guys right. go, you go to the break at a game under you're nine and a half out and then as we know in the second half you get on a quick roll and, and close the gap on the dodgers what was right. your memory of your first pennant race Oh, unfortunately for me, is that I, I got hit in the head in 90. And for some reason, I got hit in the head out in San Francisco with a line, a comebacker. Three days later, I tried to throw on the side, and I have this sharp pain in the back of my shoulder. So I have surgery uh, at the end of 90. So I'm rehabbing, and I'm trying to get back. So my it's frustrating. It was really it was fun to be as part of it as I could in 91. 92 was a lot more fun because I was healthy then. But 91 was um, – it was tough to watch, but it was fun to be part of just because I couldn't contribute as much as I would have liked to. So it was, it was, a, it was a blast, though. I'm going to ask you about 92 in a sec because your, your numbers were off the charts. But for the folks that weren't around Atlanta, for the folks who were, like I've always said, I don't know that there's ever been a greater atmosphere. Like it was, it was a baseball game with a football atmosphere. It was yeah. this, especially when we got to about September through the end of the World Series, it was about eight weeks of like nonstop this the city was on fire. It was like un, unlike anything I've ever seen before. What was it like from the inside? Same thing, just ex, ex, excitement. Um, we had so much confidence going into every game. Um, again, it was you know characters and and just a loose atmosphere where we just let's just go out and play baseball. Let's not put any pressure on ourselves and and um, and just go out and have fun and, and play the game the right way and and get it done. But yeah, you walked out of that dugout and there's sixty thousand people. Uh, doing the tomahawk chop, it, it, you, you get goosebumps. It's crazy. Everybody knew where everybody was. Um, everybody knew that somebody was going to have a ticket. I mean, everyone was looking for tickets. Like, where are we going to go? <laughs> what are we going to do? Like, who has a ticket? I mean, we need to get to the stadium. It was just so much, so electric. It was. I've never experienced anything like that. Ninety-one was 
even off the charts. Yeah, 92 magical. was great. 93 was fun, but it was very magical. Well, it was different just because it was the first time and there was not the expectation. Right. It was just the perfect storm. So speaking right. of 92, I went back and double-checked because I remember you were on this great roll. But 92, you go 7-0, and a two oh five ERA. You have 11 starts. And, again, the numbers across the board are, are fantastic. Remind me, though, was that – was it a call-up midseason again? Or, like, what was the reason you didn't get the – same beginning of the thing. I was, I was still kind of rehabbing Matt from uh, from the surgery from before. So, I, and then I was up in I was in Richmond. I was probably up there for a month or two. I, I would guess um, I was throwing pitching well up in Richmond. And I remember walking past the uh, TV that I think Nuxie was our manager up in Richmond, uh, and the TV was on. And I see by Lucky blow his elbow up. And I think I had just pitched a perfect game. I, well, back then it was seventh inning, seventh inning perfect game. So I pitched a perfect game in Rochester. And uh, I see by Lucky blow his arm out. And I was like, oh, man. And I think I got a call the next day that you're going up to take over for Mike. Yeah. Well, you went in the middle of a pennant race, too. So those starts, every start you're making. Yeah. It's utmost importance, yeah. and again, you're trying to get back to the postseason. So, like, talk to me about the pressure of fitting into you. I mean, you know the guys already, but still, now Glavin's established as a 20 game winner. Smoltz says mm-hmm. that great second half in '91. Avery yeah. has blown up in '91. You want to come try to fit in there, but there is pressure that comes with that. There, there is a little bit, but like you said, Matt, I think because we, we all came up together and we knew everybody, and that's how Bobby made the team and, and Sherholtz, and it's just a good group of guys, good chemistry. It's basically one guy down, one guy step in and take a spot and do what you can to fill the, fill the void. And that's how it worked with the Braves in the early 90s. Just fill the void, let's keep it rolling, keep the train going. Follow the podcast Park on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Podcast Park. I want to talk about one of our great sponsors at The Rhodes Group. Yes, my buddy Clayton Rhodes and The Rhodes Group are a proud sponsor of us here at Welcome to Atlanta, and they're also my insurance company. Uh, it was about, I don't know, four or five months ago now that I finally realized, why am I paying so much for my home and car insurance? I don't think we realize, as the consumer, we should be shopping or having somebody in a professional setting shop those rates for us. So I had the professionals at the Rhodes Group shop my rates, and they ended up saving me a boatload of money. I'm talking about $2,000 for my home and car insurance. By now, you guys know it's a great time to refinance your home. You see all those rates. Well, you might not know it's also a great time to shop your home insurance. Home insurance rates creep up every year, and the only way to get the best policy and the best rate is to work with an independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group. Here's the deal. You can get up to 10 insurance quotes in 10 minutes from the Rhodes Group at no cost to you. You want to visit them online, i got a special landing page for you. You can go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S. roads-group.com slash churnoff. You can also see the link up at Real Matlana on Twitter. They're my insurance company. They're going to do this at no cost to you, and you're going to end up saving a boatload. The Rhodes Group is the answer to saving money and getting the best in insurance coverage. Again, the Rhodes Group is the place you want to go. Tell them Matt sent you. Go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. Spring is here, and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. 
Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. There's only so many spots, right? There's only so many spots at the end. You want one of those starting spots. Well, Maddox signs in the offseason of 92 and 93, and I'm, I'm doing the math on my fingers. Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz, Avery, Pete Smith's supposed to be the fifth guy there. Like, what did you think heading into the 93 season? Well, coming off of 90, 92, I felt really confident. Felt good. Um, same thing, just kind of nagging. You know, it's funny. I go back and I look at my baseball cards. And this is no, you know, I just think my mechanics were a little off. I was throwing across my body. And so I put a lot of stress on my shoulder um, throughout my career. Um but I was coming off at 92, I felt tremendously confident. I felt good. But then, you know, little nicks, little little aches and pains, and you're trying to get through stuff. Um, but you don't want to go on the DL again. So you just kind of fight through that pain. Um, I don't know if that's the best thing to do, but that's what I tried to do. I didn't want to go back on the DL again. I just wanted to keep fighting and uh, try to put some quality starts together. Well, doesn't that seem like it was probably more about the time that, I mean, I don't want to use the word hit injuries, but you pitch through stuff. And if they ask you if yeah. it was hurting, like you said, no, I can still go. Whereas, t- like today, you'll see a guy come off the mound in the third <laughs> inning with a little twinge. Yeah, but if you look at it, um, you know, we have such a, an exciting team, and you wanted to be part of that team. The last thing I wanted to do was go into Bobby's office and say, hey, my shoulder's, you know, barking. Um, I, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to come out of that, that, chemistry that we had as a team i wanted to be part of it as long as i could so i think it's a little different times now i think a lot of guys pitch with more pain um and and you know just look at like someone like cal ripkin that's just incredible that cal to do what he did and never complain that oh my yeah my ankle's a little sore today it's crazy yeah so uh remind me because you know i can't remember what happened last week but so the after the '93 season, your career with the Braves comes to an end. You end up with the Mets. How did that happen? Yep. Uh, they just made a trade. Dave Gallagher uh, for me. Um, again, you have to look at it like the Mets want you, and the Braves. You know they had Merker in the pen. It was, you know we always thought Merker would be a great starter. Yeah, sure, sure. Holtz and those guys sat down and said, you know, I don't know, Pete's uh, pitching the way he was in '92. Let's send him over to the Mets. Let's get an outfielder. Um, so, you, again, you just try to make that transition as easy as you can. And, you know, I had met some really great teammates over with the Mets. Had a same thing, still trying to hang on to that sore shoulder thing, but try to pitch through a new team. You don't want to disappoint. Those types of things uh, happened in 94. How was life in New York, though? How different than the everyday life in Atlanta? Oh, it was, it, I mean, I was looking for apartments, and it was just outrageous. And I didn't want to be too far away from the stadium. So I ended up literally, literally staying at the Holiday Inn at LaGuardia. <laughs> yeah. For the entire season. I would Sounds glamorous. We, yeah. Oh, it was great. It's like 
had a little restaurant, had a little <laughs> bar, had maid service. Um, I was five minutes from Shea, and I would, uh, you know, pack up when we went on the road. Basically, just lived out of the lived out of the truck. It was perfect. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, the the night and day of Atlanta, the price of living as as opposed to anywhere in New York is. It's jarring. Yeah, I had a house, so I just I kept the house here, but I just rented out of the out of the hotel. It was just a lot easier. For so me. after that, you pitched in Cincinnati and, and sort of bounced around. I saw you know with Florida after that. So what was like? What is that part of your career when you realize you know I still have an opportunity. I'm still young enough to do this, but it's just not right. as the solid ground as when I was 21, 22, still the first round pick. Yeah, it's it's the um, you have to prove yourself again. Uh, the injuries were constant. It's just it's just nagging, you know. It's shoulder tendonitis, and um, you know every time you have surgery, you, know, you lose a little bit. And so now, now you're throwing, you know, instead of ninety two, ninety three, now you're throwing eighty eight, eighty seven. You know, it's a little bit. You have to be. I actually became a better pitcher um, when I went on to the Padres. I. I really became, I thought, but I was older, so it was one of those little, little too late to get back in the game. But I really became a better pitcher um, when I got hurt and when, when I realized I had to start making better locations and changing speeds, developed a changeup, got a little curveball going. Because these guys had seen me for years uh, through a little cutter. Couldn't get Larry Walker out forever. But, <laughs> You're not you alone. Know, he's, yeah, I know. Um, being a lefty, and I had a hard time getting inside the lefties because I was across my body. So I came up with a cutter, and that worked great. You know, facing Griffey, my changeup, he couldn't stay back on that. So that it, it it was just a different time. When I was younger, it was more like here, free and easy. Here it comes ninety two. Here's a nice slider. Uh, I got a funny story for you. When I got called up, uh, Bruce Del Canton was the uh, pitching coach, and he goes, "What do you throw?" I said, uh, "Fastball slider." He goes, you don't have a changeup? I said, never thought of changeup. He goes, all right, you're pitching in seven days. You have seven days to learn a changeup. Oh, so the first, first time I threw a changeup was my debut in the big leagues. Do you I'd have any confidence in it? Um, 50%. Yeah. But it, but it was enough to you know, keep hitters off balance. Just get it near the plate, and it's a different speed. It's 10 miles an hour slower. I didn't, but as I went, you know, it's a field pitch, so you have to really work on it, work on your grip, loosen your grip um, if you're throwing it too hard. And over time, developed, yeah, it was one of my favorite pitches. Yes, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of my go to. Uh, I'm a little bit lucky. I live in Woodstock, so I'm right around the corner to downtown Woodstock on Main Street to see the Daily Draft, which I've told you many times, it's the ultimate sports bar experience, not your father's sports bar. You're talking wall-to-wall flat screens, self-serve taps, craft bar, chef-inspired menu. And with sizzling plays ahead, if you're planning on tailgating both this summer or this fall, maybe you're going to MBS or Athens or on the flats, or you're hosting a game night at your home, check out the Daily Draft's newest menu edition, the Tailgate Box. Yes, you can enjoy their wings. Boneless wings, a couple of sides, a bag of popcorn, and of course their homemade jumbo cookies. Now these are pre-order only. You can go to the uh, thedailydraft.net or give them a call at the Daily Draft to get the pre-orders in. If you're also looking for a new place to grab lunch during the week or even order on Uber Eats, check out the Daily Draft. They have a great lunch lineup for only 11 bucks Monday through Friday from 11:30 till 3:30. Again, go to thedailydraft.net 
or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. The Daily Draft, a unique experience from the moment you walk through the door, a walk-up window to order drinks from the sidewalk, craft beer bar, pool tables, darts, wall-to-wall flat screens. You won't miss a single second of the game. Go check them out today at The Daily Draft. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Well, it's also one of those things where you have to keep your delivery and your motion the exact same or you're tipping it. How tough is that for a young guy learning at that? It is tough just because it's uh, it's such an awkward pitch because you're holding it in such a unique way. But you have to have the same arm speed because the hitter is basically swinging off your arm speed. So if you slow your arm down, they're, they're going to know it's a changeup. Um, so that's the hardest part, getting the feel to where you can throw it like it's a two-seam fastball, but it has to feel comfortable in your hand. So feel pitch, and you just have to – I tell kids that I work with, walk around the house, and just play, play catch with your dad, but don't just throw fastballs, throw changeups. Get that, get that feel. The more you throw it, the more you're going to find that feel that feels comfortable to you. Therefore, you can throw it over the plate, get a little movement if you hold the two seam, straighten it out if you hold the four seam. Well, it's great, too, to use somebody's aggressiveness against them. They want to you know, sure. come out of their shoes. Definitely. And, Definitely. Um, so at 32, 1998 was your last year in the bigs. You said you went through a bunch of surgeries, so maybe this is a little bit easier, but... I mean, it's never easy to, to know you can't play the game anymore or you're not given the opportunity to play the game anymore. How did you do it? Um, honestly, I yeah went to San Diego. Then uh, we had a really good – same thing, 98. We had a great great chemistry in San Diego. Great chemistry. Not as good as 91, but we had really good chemistry, good, good players, um, gamers, just great clubhouse. Um, and there, it was a money issue. Somehow I was making too much, which is funny, but – um, so they were like, well, let's send him to Baltimore because um, he's in the pen, and I think we're paying him too much because we're a small market team. So I went to Baltimore for three months, I think it was. But, again, that was also kind of a neat experience. You know, locker mate was Cal Ripken. I uh, got to meet some of you look in that clubhouse. Well, it, it's funny because you go from great chemistry to go to the clubhouse in Baltimore in 98, and you're looking at, you know, Harold Baines and Palmero and Cal and Brady Anderson and – B.J. Surhoff, and say, like, wow, this is like a it's like a Hall of Fame locker room. There was absolutely no chemistry. Nothing. How about that? Yeah, guys showing up five minutes before BP, um, just nothing. It's just there was, it was, that's the first time I realized, man, like we had something special in Atlanta because these guys are all solid, solid players, great careers, and they had no chemistry. That's fascinating. I mean, it really is yeah. to, to see the difference, even like, in a trade midseason, but I'm, I'm just right. doing the math in my head on this. So you're playing with Cal in Baltimore, Tony Gwynn in San Diego, mm-hmm. Barry Larkin in Cincinnati. Yep. The many Braves pitchers who have gone on to Hall of Fame careers, like that's that's a that's a who's who throughout your career. I was very fortunate. I, I haven't counted them up, but I bet I have probably played with about 15 Hall of Famers. How about that? I mean, it's it's it, it, what a great experience. Um, 
just to be able to see the way those guys went about their business um, and how they just made adjustments. They always made adjustments if they weren't doing something or if they were struggling. That Tony was great like that. <laughs> Even not that he struggled a lot, but he'd go, yeah. you know, two games without a hit or something, and it, you'd see him in, on, in the cage. And Cal was always sitting off the tee, 300 balls a day off the tee. Tony off the tee. Um, they just kept working at it. All right, folks, I want to introduce you to our newest partner here at Welcome to Atlanta, my friends at United Bin Cleaning. If you listen to me on the radio, you've probably heard me bragging on United Bin Cleaning and the job they did cleaning and sanitizing my trash can and recycling bin. But I wanted to tell you what else they can do for you to clean your home. I want to talk to you about pressure washing and soft washing. I feel like there are so many companies out there that you'd never really know what you're getting. Well, I had United Bin Cleaning out to my home to soft wash my house and to pressure wash my deck, driveway, and my fence and everything looks brand new. I love the job they did at United Bin Cleaning. When I tell you, they probably saved me thousands of dollars on my fence. If you've seen the cost of lumber, for instance, I was going to go get the new fence, but United Bin Cleaning pressure washed it. It looks brand new. So now I'm going to put that off for another summer. There's some vacation money or something else I can do with it. At United Bin Cleaning, they also soft washed my home. And if you don't know, soft washing is a light wash with a secret soap. It's the safest way to clean the exterior of your home to address mold, mildew, and pollen. United Bin Cleaning does residential and commercial pressure washing, and it's a local company. I love to keep the money local. My friends Jeff and Rachel Terry from Peachtree Tents and Event, they own... United Bin Cleaning. So, great company, local folks serving our community. Right now at United Bin Cleaning, they will pressure wash or soft wash your home and give you a 10% discount when you mention promo code MATLANA. Again, 10% off on pressure washing or soft washing when you mention promo code MATLANA all throughout the month. Speaking of the month of July, at United Bin Cleaning, they're giving away a chance for you to win the bin. They're giving away a 32-gallon bin loaded with over 500 bucks of really cool sh- uh, 500 bucks of summer fun I should say. Yes, 500 bucks of summer fun gift cards to Das Barbecue, Fox Brothers, Low Country Catering, Pont City Market plus barbecue sets, beach towels, bucket hats and more. Your summer fun will be complete if you win the bin. So search up United Bin Cleaning on Facebook or Instagram, give them a like or follow to win. Again, find them on Facebook, Instagram, give them a like or a follow. You can win. From United Bin Cleaning, offering you 10% off your pressure washing or soft washing, go to unitedbincleaning.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Working, working, working. So if we finish up with just a lasting memory of your time in Atlanta, whether it was the trade here, coming up through the minors, the turnaround, like what is one or two things that you always take away from your time with the Braves? Loved all the guys that I played with. Loved the manager I played for. Um, Leo was awesome. 
always fun, funny, you know, you know, Leo, oh, yeah. um, just a great guy character, uh, but really fun to play for. Could always mess around with him. Um, Bobby was solid and just played with so many good players from Atlanta. Uh, I'll always remember 92. That's just because it was fun to be part of it and to um, contribute um, in a positive way. Uh, Bobby called me at the end of the 92 season. He's like, hey, I just want to let you know we wouldn't have made the playoffs if it wasn't for you. I was like, wow. Okay. Thanks, Skip. Just a really nice compliment. Didn't have to do that. But that was great. 91 will always be tops just because of what a phenomenal year it was and how the city was on fire. Just it was crazy. The parade was ridiculous. Um, it was awesome. Um yeah, I, I I lied. I wanted to piggy, uh, piggyback it with this. I distinctly remember, and again, my memory's not good, but I distinctly remember there was a Young Guns poster with Pete oh, yeah. Smith on there, like guns ablazing. Like, remind me about that and the, yeah. the photo shoot and the whole deal behind that. Great trivia question because everybody will get it wrong. Do you remember who the Young Guns were in nineteen eighty? So, I believe it was eighty nine. All right, here's we here's were, my guess on this. There's four of you. All right, all right, we're gonna five go. Of us. Five of you? Five okay. Of I'm, I'm going to go yeah. Pete Smith, the forgotten yep. Derek Lilliquist. Oh, nice. Thank you. Uh, Smoltz, nice. Glavin. I don't know. Would Avery have been on in 89? That's what everybody thinks, but Abe, Abe wasn't there yet. Uh, I'll give God. you a hint. He All pitched right. the no-hitter in Philly. Oh, Tommy Green. Tommy Green. That's yep. awesome. I love that. Yeah. That is true. I for- oh, wow. Tommy Green. I'll send you a picture of it. I have it somewhere down in my <laughs> in my base. I'll send you the I'll send you the picture. Yeah, it, we were in spring training, and you know it's eighty nine. We were horrible in eighty eight. Um, but they were like, you know, hey, we we have to promote the team. So you know, you guys are all twenty one, whatever, twenty twenty one, twenty two. You know, let's um, we're gonna go young guns. We're gonna we went down to West Palm for spring training. They took us out to some farm. They called Hollywood and brought in some chaps and a hat and. <laughs> Vests, you know, and we're going to put this on, on the uh, AJC, the young guns. And I just kind of talked about how this young pitching core is going to pull us out of our 106 loss season from the year before. So that did, was, you t- uh, did you get a lot of grief fun. for that, or how did that work? No, no, not at all. That was, you kidding me? That was the highlight. That was awesome. <laughs> that do, you bring, was do you bring that with you when you're like you're going out on a Friday night? That's that's me. I'm one of the young guns. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to, but uh, yeah, back then we just had it. It was in the AJC, and then somehow somebody made a, a photo of it. I, I, I promise you, I'll send you a picture of it. I love start. it. That is <laughs> tremendous, Pete. It's great catching up. Great stories, and uh, glad to hear everything's doing well with you. And uh, we appreciate you spending some time and sharing some of those memories. Thank you, Matt. Guys, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it very much. Thanks to Brian Murphy for producing the podcast, and thanks to you guys for making us your weekly destination. We'll talk to you next week on Welcome to Madland. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play, and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming, and parties don't stop till 8 in the morning. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play, and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming, uh-huh. and parties don't stop till yeah. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. 
Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.